Alright guys, welcome to episode 2 of the Oil Brit Podcast, I am Sam, um, second uh, podcast here, so um, we uh, thanks for uh, listening last week to uh, my pod, and uh, we, uh, I'm just getting a bit of practice in, that was, that was my third one last week, the previous one was, uh, I was on Eric's podcast, 99 Forever podcast, and Oilers Live with Mike and Mike last week. So that was just getting a bit of practice in here and all that. Um, coming to you from the UK, we are in lockdown, so things are a bit brutal here. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but do you, know, do you know what, though? There are some good things, really, regarding with this, just to take some positives out of it. I've spoken to people in the past week in past week that I've not even spoken to for like in like weeks and months, not for anything that's sort of happened, but because like every, usually everyone's like busy and all that, whereas everyone's sort of uh, cooped up in the house, you know, bored and all that. So there's not <laughs> there's not a lot to uh, that you know there's not a lot sort of going on. So everyone's sort of trying to like keep in touch and everything, and uh, yeah, it's been really good uh, getting. Uh, Getting back in touch with uh, people and all that, uh, but yeah, um, there's not a lot. There's not been a lot of hockey, the hockey news lately. So um, probably going to be talking. Uh, probably going to be talking more Oilers because uh, Steelers season's more or less finished. So um, and there's not any news regarding that. They're obviously all back home. They're in Ca- all back home in Canada. So there's not. There's not really a lot of uh, happening. Um, we uh, we had the Shirelli interview um, about why he can't get a job, so which don't fucking surprise me, um, seeing as though we, you know the previous two. Um, yeah, I don't want to sort of get in too much, talk too much about you know, Shirelli's time with Isles because I'm one of those really that believes we should move on, move the fuck on, um, because we're doing we've done so well this year, and you know <laughs> I don't really want to remind people of 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 that. Point we did have the uh play, we did get in playoffs once and we had a good year with that, but don't want to really get into <laughs> don't remind them that Rester is fucking time here. Um, yeah, so but, but yeah, we uh, the the big the, the big thing about we regards to be you know Shirelli's time as I remember it was, um, I understand what his main plan was. And why you know what he was trying to do, even though his trades were fucking, and his decisions he made at this at fucking Oilers were dread, were dreadful. Um, I will give him sort of credit for like we draft, we drafts, um, well picks that we did fucking key that we didn't give away like fucking Reinhardt. Um, but I will give him credit with that. What's that? I, I did understand the essence of what he was trying to do when he was Oilers GM. Um, his main plan was to have three world-class centres and was to have had David on one line, Dry on over, and we had Nuge. And to sort of complement, you know, find compliments. He did deplete his winger depth. Trade all, he traded all all over to New Jersey uh, and Eberle over to New York Rangers. I I don't want to sort of get into all on Larson trade because we've done that fucking hundred times over and back, 
Um, and we've had that fucking argument over lo lots of times. <laughs> I don't, don't want to relive that shit again. Um, yeah. But I mean, like, Eberle, the Eberle trade, Eberle for Strom, I mean, really, that was a salary dump. Um, we basically saved three million on on that deal and three million. It's quite fucking ironic, you know, thinking about well, because we went from Eberle to Strom, and then we tra and then we tra we traded Strom for Ryan Spooner in New York for New York Rangers. So we went from Eberle to fucking Ryan Spooner, which is a bit of a drop off, considering. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, that was main. That was his main part. The fucking main starter. It all downfall. Fucking Jesus Christ. Uh, that was the thing. His big, the, the big fucking mistake Shirley made was to he thought was to get bigger. Uh, you know, we sat the Milan Lucic contracts obviously rung round fucking team's neck and we're sort of a dag. We're a dagger. With that, you know, that six million for seven years, no move clause, no trade, we're contract, we're buyout proof that contract, and it was so that was such a fucking prop that really, and we've got big and heavy with that, you know, to sign a big and heavy team. But he got that calculation so badly fucking wrong, and we, the result of it was that we were really we were really slow. Um, but we the the main thing what he was trying to do, you know, so we didn't have like so we didn't have speed, and NHL the league the league went to speed, skill and speed. And that was what we really missed. Really missed. Um, so we 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 were left with our we depleted winger depth. What his plan? What how I sort of understood it? We we regards to what we're trying to just trying to make fucking sense of it, which is fucking difficult. Was he wanted three? He wanted like I said, three world class, three sensors, and to sort of get compliments for them sent to play with those sensors. Like to compliment them and get additional score, we drafted, and we did try to do it through the draft as well. You know, so we, you know, Pauli Arve, we tried to draft different fucking store, completely different. Oh, that's a completely different fucking story with Pauli Arve. We can all get that. So we can all get in, talk about that. But end of days, not being on team for past year till. Um, I think we did sort of screw up his development and, you know, we made mistakes. But at the end of the day, it's, it's two ways. He's got to want to, he's got to want to improve his game and want to play because the current, he weren't good enough. Yeah, he's got, you know, we if he thinks that he's there, I don't know what, I weren't in the room regarding that. I think mistakes were made on both sides. But at the end of the day, you know, fucking. If you don't want to play for the, if you don't want to play or come back, it might have been different. You know, looking at how we, you know, regardless. Because if you don't want to come back, if you don't, if we, you know, we've got new management now. We all in tips. If you don't want to come back and wants that, 
then trade him. And we probably will trade him. We are most likely will. And because I don't see him coming back. Um, but we did that. Um, but, you know, we point, you know, point, you know, we point Shirelli in 2015. Um, and we, and he appoints McClellan. To me, that partnership didn't work. That partnership absolutely was baffling. Because he, you know, he built his young, you know, he built a young team, you know, with young prospects, and you know, we draft, you know, we draft it, and then, but you, he appointed an head coach that loved his vets, and for as far as I knew, absolute, you know, lost dressing room in San Jose. So, and you know, didn't and pissed them off. And, you know, to me, and, you know, he loved his vets and veterans and he loved all, it it just didn't make, them two were not on the same page. They They didn't link well together and they weren't coordinating. So he would draft young players, but then he had a coach that loved his vets and weren't prepared to sort of stick, stick with him and, I just, to me, there was something wrong about that part, about that thing. And that's probably why it didn't work out. That's probably why it didn't didn't work out. Um, so, I mean, I don't reckon much to really, you know, McClellan's time. <laughs> and, but, I mean, he didn't have, he didn't have the tea. He didn't have the, he didn't have a lot. He didn't have too much to work. But, um, but to me, that partnership didn't, that, to me, that partnership didn't work out. Um, I mean, we did have other thing, other stuff going round on. I mean, there's other things as well that when you know, there's other people that were behind scenes that had been there way too long and outstayed the welcome. Um, we, <laughs> you know, we we all know about you know you heard st- stories about you know boys club and things like that. I don't know because I weren't there and. We seem to have had a really, we seem to have had a shake up with this. We, you know, you know, there's been changes being made. Others have left, um, uh, like so. But that, but that, that was the plan. That was the plan as I always saw it. Trying to make sense of it is fucking difficult, but. Was to find compliments and sort of cheap wingers. He brought Reed. He brought Reader in and chase on. Reader was too fucking slow. He didn't. It. I didn't. He. he I thought it would fucking. I, I didn't. I thought that was that was stupid. Uh, you know. So we went from really from Eberle and all to Reader, and Lucic. <laughs> You know, draw your own fucking views with that one. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, I've mentioned, like, we, you know, we Strom, you know, we trade Strom and, you know, I mentioned, I mentioned all that. It's big, it's big fucking, pro, it's big where I thought he was fucking losing plot, where, you know, he hands a third-round draft pick over for Kesselvik. So it's adding more salary. And then when he went, and then he trades Drake Cajula. And Cajula weren't, weren't, you know, it weren't, it weren't great, you know, for what he would, you know, but he trades Cajula for Brandon Manning. 
That made absolute no fucking sense whatsoever. That made no fucking sense at all. For, you know, adding 2.5 mil, million salary, it fucked us on the cap. It really fucked us on the cap. Where I think we have been different this year is we've, you know, we've got Holland who's pay, you know, who's who stressed stability in his opening press conference uh, and he's stayed the course and he's, he's not, you know, there's no knee-jerk fucking reactions like what Shirelli did, but some, you know, regarding we Manning in that way. You just throw shit against the wall, open it sticks. Um, we, you know, him and Tips, I think we're a lot better together. Um, they've managed to keep, you know, he sat, you know, he went, you know, so tip, you know, tip stresses, sort of def- being responsible defensively. He's improved the PK, the power play. As, impro- as, as special teams are a lot, lot better, which you absolutely need to be in if you're going to make the playoffs. Um, he, so responsible, so players have to be responsible defensively as well as put the goals in. He got rid of, you know, he got rid of the Luch contract, which which he fucking deserves a lot of credit for, because <laughs> I don't know why Trade Living did that trade, to be honest with you. Um, <clears throat> but, he, you know, Tips response, but wanted to improve, so we needed to improve, like, defensively and stress defen- defensive, looking after your own end. So, but Holland then goes out, so he, he got that, so he got tips, but then he goes out and signs Archibald, um, Sheahan, uh, ours, um, there were a few, you know, he made a few, um, there were a few, there were a few, there were a few duds that, that, that it didn't work, that didn't work out, um, you know, that are now there, but, you know, they made, they were mainly like on cheap, like they were mainly on, not on, you know, they were cheaper. I don't want to say, um, you know, carers, carer. If you if you want if you want him to score goals, he's not done that, and we're in trouble if we do. But he's been a bit, lot better on the PK, and those those little things have improved have improved us defensively, particularly on the PK. Um, there's not been like a drop off. There's not been a drop off this year. Um, we got it, you know, good start, but then we dropped off. We've managed to keep, you know, there's not been any big long losing streaks with, um, you know, with with this team so far. We've managed to keep them on the road. I think the communicate. I think the communication. I think players have roles this year. Um, everybody sort of fits, you know what you you know. This is the job you need to do. Go out tonight and do. You know, this is your role on the team. You know, we've fitted people with different position, you know, in different positions and what their role. The communication's a lot better, and I think we've done, we've really benefited from it. Um, you know, he, he added, you know, uh, you know, Ken Allen added, uh, you know, Nygaard and the speed. You know, we managed to improve the speed. You know, speed on the team, speed a little bit. We, Probably still get a bit faster, but we've we've, we've managed to improve. 
<clears throat> initially we started out with McDavid and Dry on the same line, but we've added, but we've done better. In the past, we've had to do that because we've not had the depth to do, we've not had the depth to sort of play them on separate lines. Um, I've always wanted, I've always wanted, I don't like, I mean, you know, it's never too good to have like one, you, you know, like one line, like, you know, Dry McDavid and not have sort of secondary scoring, which is what we missed. You know, because if you, that line gets shut down, then the t- the scoring, then you can't fall back on your other two. You know, your other two like your other lines to chip in and add goals if that line's having an off night. Um. So, but I've always wanted them to play on. Ideally, I always wanted Dry and McDavid to be on separate lines, sense their own lines, because the two quality sense. Senses. I mean, any line with McDavid is going to light. Is going to be fa- is going to be great. You know, you know what Dave, you know what David's going to bring, and you're going to get more than enough goals because he's a generational player, and he's. I mean, um, loads used to criticize. Loads, you know, loads used to come and say like, dry, "Oh well, he, you know, he's riding hot shot with McDavid. That's why he's scoring." I've always thought Dry was capable of doing centre of what he's done this year, you know, on his own centre in his own line. We've managed to get that, you know, we've managed to get it together, get that, and we've had because of you know what we've been able to do, we've managed to, you know, that you know that line with Nuge and Yamamoto has been on fire this year, and it's been a great line. I'm glad that we've managed to get sort of secondary scoring and get that, you know, and have him centre his own, you know, and have him centre his own line because he's more, he's, he's done phenomenal, like 100, 100 points this year. And, you know, more than, and, you know, predominantly that's been, we knew, you know, having his own line. So, uh, you know, so he's, you know, got two, but I think we still got a lot to add regarding with McDavid. Getting, you know, we get finding, you know, wingers and compliments to play with McDavid. That's likely to come by a trade because we don't want because you know the thing. We, the thing is now is we've got the depth to on the def- on defense to probably make that to probably find a winger for McDavid. The problem I don't I don't know if it's going to involve. I, I don't know if it's going to probably involve either a cleft bomber or nurse. I won't like to. I won't like to trade away nurse because I think he'd be. He, he wouldn't like. You know, he, he's big, strong. I know he's had a, a bit of criticism this year. Um, you know, but I'd still want to keep. I still think we've got to keep. We want. We need to keep nurse because he. You know, he does have wheels on him and he can move. Can't always shoot, but we got we got you know he does have good good wheels and he can transport the puck up the ice. Um, another thing, regards to you know like what we, which we didn't have with with Shirelle. Billy, I mean we drafted them, we had them in the pipeline, but we didn't have them ready to go. But they sort of coming into blossoming, and we sort of benefiting from you know because I do give him credit for some. For you know, draft for drafting and 
you know, and we did a really, we did a pretty really good job because we're seeing that come to fruition now with Ethan Bear. Um, we didn't have like, you know, D, D you know, offensive D to move the puck up the ice and make that pass, make that pass, and Bear's got a fantastic first pass at his own at his own end, you know, to put that onto onto a stick stick of a wing, a winger stick and. Bears phenomenal. That's what we. That's what we so desperately needed last year, but we've got that this year. We've got Bouchard coming, Evan Bouchard coming. Hopefully next year. Uh, who I think we'll cut. Who will bring more or less the same. Caleb Jones has done it. We've we've improved. Has been great, um, and we've got. But we've got you know we've got, you know we've got. D to do that so but we look we're so much better and you know Bear Bear I'm glad we didn't rush him because Bear's been Bear been really surprised and he's done so and he's done so I always knew he had a good pass but we're doing but we've sort of managed that um I mean Yamo Yamo I mean, Yamo, Yamo News and Warrior under Shirella. But with Shirella, worry, but, I mean, my old thing, what we used to have with Yamamoto Yam, Yam, back like, last season was because, was, the problem was is he didn't have the confidence to sort of shoot. You know, he wouldn't shoot. He always looked to make the pass. But what... What I think he's done well, what I think we've done is we've been patient. Is he went down back down to Bakersfield? He worked on his game, improved his game, you know, his confidence, lit it up in Bakersfield, and now and now with is you know he's had time to develop, and we brought him up when he's been ready, and he's really shy. Tip tips get. Dave Tippy gave him a chance in the top six to play with Dry Nuge. He's grabbed that chance with both hands and he's took his chance and he's excelled. And that's and you know, he's he's made the most of it and he's really showed he's really showed what he's made of. Um and I hope he continue I hope he continues regarding with that. And I think he'll do, and we've, we're getting to see the player that we that we that we hoped, and and we knew that he could be. Um, it's not quite worked out with of with others. With <laughs> we hope we hope probably have be like that, but it's not quite you know it's not quite worked out. We all regarding that, but we you know, but I'm telling you, but I mean that's what. Probably McDavid needs on his line. We probably needed somebody in the mold like Yamamoto, who can do you know who can do the same on McDavid's line, because that's what you know, and that's probably what we need. Um, I mean, like we, some were saying like we need third, you know, third line centre. Um, I'm not sure if Ryan McLeod eventually may get maybe the third line centre. Um, I don't know specifically where where all the prospect where all the prospects are. I mean, bear in mind we've still got Broberg to come. You know, that's coming through. 
you know, there's, uh, you know, there's other prospects out there, Philip Berglund, and we've got still got Philip Broberg that still get to come, and I think will be great on that defense. We've got, I mean, we've we've got we've got some really good prospects that are up, that that are down there in Bakersfield and and that and the cupboard, you know, the if if that's one thing, Shirelli did build the cupboard. And you know, Holland obviously drafted Broberg this year, and we have sorts of built. Um, I know we gave away two second round draft picks for Andreas Afanasiu this year, but I think we'll get. I think we'll get. We'll get. A, we can recover some of those picks. It's not too. That, that's not too concerning me. Um, like I said on last podcast, um, but you know, special teams have been great. Um, he did offload that Luch contract, which he deserved um, for Neil. Neil's, you know, he did get, you know, Neil did a better job this year uh, putting his arse, in, uh, uh, getting in front of that and getting to, you know, and get, picking up trash and getting loose pucks and, into, and putting them in the net, which is something that Luch was incapable of doing, back, you know, previous years he was there. He didn't do a good enough job. Um, we're doing that. Um, I mean, it's a it's it, it's a shame that we've had all that we've had this like postponed that season's been postponed with with everything. Um, you know we you know this co you know this COVID it's it's fluid. I don't know if. I don't know if the season will be back and we'll get a playoff series, um, and we'll get a chance to play, or whether we, whether we start fresh, come next season. I don't. Who knows? Because we, we, there's still a lot of doubt. There's still a lot. I mean, even sports here have. More, there's not been any talk about about them, about them starting up again. Um, I still have doubts. Um, I'm optimistic, like all Oilers fans, that we'll get play- that that will playoffs will resume and we'll get playoffs. I think it's rather important that we do get that we that we can make the that we do get playoffs. Really, I mean, even if it's just for team revenue, um, you know, you know, for teams because playoff revenues vasted, you know, and I mean that will knock on to other things like the cap and you know, will it. And you know stability regarding cap, and where that's going to go because we don't know we don't know what's where that's heading. Um, I wonder if one solution regarding the cap could be one every team gets a compliance buyout. Uh, you know where they get to buy out. You know which they, which doesn't count against the cap. Um, and every team can sort of get rid of a buyout. Canucks would love that to get rid of, to get rid of Louis Erickson. Uh, you know that that contract's fucking. They'd love to get rid of that six that six million per every year for him. Uh, I mean, it's just knowing which team to uh, what team. I mean, which begs the question: What would what would Oilers? What would the Oilers? Who would be the candidates? Who would be the ones to think? Um, well, two players obviously stand out. 
which would, you know, and I would probably say James Neal would be the one. Not that I'm anti James Neal. You know, 19 goals. Um, there's been a bit, you know, he has been, he hasn't had as much time, you know, you know, been top six this year, you know, with other think players. But, I, you know, I'm not anti, you know, I still think he could do a job. I'm not fully gave up on him yet. He's not, he is getting on in age, so I don't, you know, um, so I don't know what thing, but that, you know, it would be, you know, James Neal, Chris Russell, um, you know, which would be for... Ideally, though, guys, I would prefer to trade Chris Russell. I still think it's tradable. If he's got his his contract, would... I think, has he got... Is it two Is it two more years? Is it two two more years after, after this? Two One, two more years? Um, I still think we could, you know, and he's due to get his bonus on July 1st, as we stand, anyway. We don't know if that we don't know what's happening there. Um, you know, would he, his contract would be more tradable after after that bonus is paid. So ideally, I would prefer to trade Chris Russell. Um, I don't know what the return would obviously be. Um, what would what what would you know whether we could get a I don't know a third line third line winger or something or or something or second line maybe top six. Um, but I would probably expect to trade, you know, probably trade trade Chris Russell. Um, I don't know if I don't know where what the sort of trade, what sort of regarding what trades. I'm sure there'd be other. That might be another podcast. <laughs> um, but, uh, but would every team get a compliance buyout? Would be the um, would be what you know. Could that that would probably be could that be an option, but I mean other teams which won't count. Um, I mean what would be the buyout? I mean, you know you're obviously looking at. I mean I'm sure Flames would love to buy out that Lucic deal, um, but I mean there's been other there's lots there's lots of different options and people, pissed you know people, you know about what having you know shorter series for playoffs. Um, you know, either going to a game four or a game five rather than seven, best of seven, I don't There's other things. Um, uh, 30 minutes, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it just a short, it's just a short podcast, guys, obviously, and that just to sort of get more, um, you know, just to for, I guess, put something out, just talk a bit of hockey, as we've not had. Um, there's not loads of stuff to talk about, regarding what's going to happen. So, um, you know, a lot of rocky news out there. So I just wanted to just put put a podcast out, just talk a bit of rocky, I'm afraid. Um, got, to sort of, got to build up that um, thing. Um, I will have more to talk about on any, on any, on others, hopefully, you know, when everything all starts again and get into, get into stuff, more stuff when things... Because there's not a lot going on, so. Um, but um, anyway, just uh, just wanna hopefully I'll uh, see you again soon. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone, and uh, peace out till next time.